All right, we're back. We're live. We're live. We're live after our excursion to the dark continent. Uh, well, yeah. Yeah, we were just discussing off air the uh, the dangers you take in 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 the dark web, and not like the real like not the actual not the dark actual web. dark just going web. Too deep on the internet. Yeah, just like you're you on know, Reddit too far. Yeah, too far down fourteen. Chan, yeah, you know, too- the wrong board, and you can't help it. It just pops up. Yeah. Next thing you're into scat porn, and you're like, oh, this you is just not- don't know how you got there. I didn't you know have what. To and sometimes delete you have to browser history and burn your reset my life. Yeah, <laughs> start again, move to another country. Yeah, exactly, one hundred percent. So welcome to the rough cut. Welcome to the rough cut. <laughs> We're back. Uh, what episode are we on now? Oh, I will double bring it check. up. Bring up the mm-hmm. we're on episode forty. Nice, Four zero. nice round number. I Beautiful. like it. How are you feeling today, pal? I feel really good. So we were just talking before the show. We're going to talk a little shop. Uh, you've been you've been weightlifting or powerlifting? I should yes. say yeah. powerlifting because I mean it's all. Weightlifting. Tell me the difference because I actually don't know. So here's I, I learned this. Okay. So when there's a space between them, mm-hmm. weightlifting. That's like I lift weights. Okay. So you lift weights. Yep. I lift weights. Yep. Olympic weightlifters lift weights. Right. With with the space between the words. Okay. But weightlifting, one word, yeah. refers specifically to the sport. Got it. Of weightlifting. Got it. Which is generally Olympic weightlifting. Right. So Overhead. That's clean and jerk snatch. It's the clean and jerk snatch. Yep. Got it. Okay. Type thing. So, so I, you I, have been lifting weights. I have been doing primarily lifting. for the powerlifting. And for those of Correct. us who don't know, powerlifting is generally well, the sport is the three main lifts are squat bench and deadlift correct yes so the idea is you get up on stage yep you do your best of three attempts in each of your lifts mm-hmm. so you can win each of the events yep. and then also your total so the total amount of weight successfully moved over those events and yep. then so you can win the total or any of the three so uh, a max so you could be a four-time champion in a day correct if you beat everything everything yes nice yeah so i've been doing that uh, i've been accidentally training i don't want to say i was one of those guys that was like i set out with a goal right. uh, i just joined a local gym that was conveniently right near work uh and started into an old program that i really enjoyed because it was super simple and super easy to maintain and didn't take up a lot of time and w- what program is that, that would be the 531 the black by iron Wendler? beast by yep exactly or you use the black iron beast the, the calculator yeah, 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 yeah but yeah. The, the 531 is by um, jim wendler wendler yeah, yeah exactly so if anyone's looking into uh sport Training for powerlifting. Look mm. up Jim Wendler five three one. Great stuff. It's I read probably one of the best. I'll, I'll say basic, but that's just because it's it's relatively it's relatively simple. Is he like well known across most weight training groups, um, or is it more specifically? I would, say, I would I would be surprised if anybody had been training in weightlifting, either of the sports or CrossFit, mm. right for. You know, a few years and not have heard his name. That's fair. Regular gym goers probably don't know Jim. No, Wendler. that's fair. Yep. And uh, maybe, regular gym goers probably don't know a lot of well, that's top what I mean. guys. And maybe guys that are just getting into mm-hmm. one of the other sports, right? Like yeah. if you just started CrossFit or just started uh, Olympic weightlifting, mm-hmm. you might not know, right? But as soon as you start looking into it, he's yeah. one of the names that comes up. So I was uh, following his five three one. Uh, I started out the first week, tested my one rep maxes uh, for the four that that. That he has, which is which includes overhead press. Right. So the overhead squat, deadlift, and bench. Did that, punched it into the free calculator online, and then followed the program. And I've been following it now for well, we're into September now. So since the middle of March to now. So five months, give or take. Five months. And you've had 
pretty good results so yeah, far. Yeah, I have. I have. Uh, this is going to be a weird flex, but, you know, whatever. Weird Cause flex, Because okay. we're, we're talking about it. Uh, this, this was sort of my my goal. Was I, I like it because you can keep track of numbers, right. but I wasn't focused on numbers with the scale. Like, I didn't give a shit if I lost weight or gained weight. I just wanted to feel better. Right. Right. Didn't care about poundage. And that's didn't usually care about, the way to go. Yeah. Because weight like, is variable. You weigh different on the moon and Mars. It's, it's That's very... <laughs> Can we put that on a shirt? Absolutely. 100%. Okay. Absolutely. Um, so March 25th, my overhead was 145. Uh, and I retested. I tested. I've tested four times, including the first one. So March, April, June, and August. So March 25th, overhead press was 145. August 19th, it was 205. Wow. So 60 pounds. Yeah, big. Pre- and I do. I will admit, I've tried to make them mostly static overhead with as, with as little... Oh, yeah pop as possible absolutely like the strict shoulder press yes. is strict yeah like right you know. off the rack it's at it's on my chest and then yeah. straight up you do your best you know you do your best i found um when i retested in june it was 190 um i did hit 200 but i had a lot of pop and i wasn't really happy Starting with it to become a push press exactly yeah so i was like no no no, we're gonna wind that back nice. see honesty yeah well honesty I, with your training with with me it's for right you. it's for me it's not like, for anybody else no nobody I, else cares if you do 210 or 200 exactly. versus 194 exactly or so it's like i wanted to know for me march 26 my deadlift was 265 uh and august 20th it was 450 oh nice. so yeah but not some Poundage. I got a little overzealous when I was retesting it. I went right for the five, thinking I could Ooh, I could do it. Half and a bill. I got it up off the ground. Right. And just knew I didn't. I started to see stars. And like Yeah. So I was like, all right, we're going to wind that back. And then I failed again at 460, 465-ish. Um, just couldn't get it up over the knees. Right. And then I took a long break and reset. And then I hit 450 pretty so, good and nice. i thought okay that's that's going to be the end of that beauty um, see that's a perfect way to do it yeah like perfect way to do it try to find that nice spot yeah well because every time that you test testing is an art in and of itself i would agree with that yes right because the first time that you test mm-hmm. you have no concept of how strong you are no nope. if you haven't been weightlifting like if you're not if you're not already a seasoned veteran correct or yes. if, you, if you've taken some time off so you don't know how strong you are mm-hmm. so all of your initial ones might come in a little bit under mm-hmm. right because yep. you leave a little in the tank yes but then the second time you test, mm-hmm. you know, you want to beat those numbers. Mm-hmm. So you go maybe a little bit hard yep. into the paint. Yep, it's true. You know, so then by the time you test three, four, five plus times, mm-hmm. now you're an old hat at it, right? Yeah. I bet you once you get to three plus tests, mm-hmm. you'll like, you'll be able to uh, uh, predict mm-hmm. probably within a really small pound range. That's like probably, what you'll be able to hit. Yeah, that's probably fair. Like you'll probably be able to walk in and be like, hmm. And I'm the, saying between 465 and 475. And the one thing I found, too, is that no no two people test the same. Mm. Some people talk about percentages and like, okay, if you can hit this weight for this many reps, your one rep is percentage of this right. type thing. Um, I don't know why it was in my head that I was like, no, I want to I hit it. If I don't hit it, then that doesn't count. I want to pull it once and see what happens. Yeah. Uh, my bench, uh, March 27th, bench was 185, August 21st, 285. I put 100 pounds Ooh, on my bench. That's a solid bench, that was, too. That was probably, that was probably my, my most proud was hitting 285. Oh, when, I, when I benched my body weight, when I hit 240, I was like, all right, yeah, because I don't know if I've ever been able to bench my that's body weight, really. solid, yeah. And now I can do 240 for reps, right? Nice. So 285 on the bench <laughs> felt really good. Getting thick. Uh, March, Tickered in a Snickers. March 28th, squat was 275. And August twenty second was four twenty five. What was the first one? Uh, two seventy five, and then four twenty four twenty five. Yeah, yeah, nice. so, yeah. So it's a program that I found that works for me. Absolutely. 
super straightforward, super easy to follow. Doesn't take up a whole lot of my time. Um, and yeah, and then this led into after the most recent round of one of, of testing. So five months later, uh, it was put into my head about, Hey, like maybe you look at some regional competitions right? and I didn't know they existed. And and we talked about this, that, you know, 10 years ago, yeah, they probably years, didn't. <laughs> yeah, well, you pro- especially in camp, pretty much everything like is bigger in the States, right? Yeah. Cause there's way more stuff down there. So you know, they've obviously been having competitions forever. Well, you the world's strongest man competitions down yeah, there. And just like local ones. Like yeah. there's just so many more local competitions in a bigger population, mm-hmm. obviously. Yeah. And not to say that there wasn't in Canada over the last 20 years or no, 10 years. But you'd be looking like Toronto, yeah, Vancouver, like the, yeah, like yeah, big cities. The big ones. Yep. You know, Ottawa, they're probably, yep. and, and they're probably like championships. Yes. You know, yeah. they're all like, you know, Ontario provincial championships. Correct. And the yeah. nationals. But uh, along with the rise of the CrossFit, so the last 10 years, mm-hmm. all this, we were talking about all the sports that kind of make up elements of the CrossFit. Mm. So Olympic weightlifting, powerlifting, adult gymnastics. A random number calling me. Interesting. One, yeah. one something. I don't know. One a bunch of numbers. Anyways, carry on. Uh, all of the stuff. Running, uh, ultra running, kettlebell sports. Yeah. Uh, OCR, obstacle, call, uh, obstacle, obstacle course. course racing is yep. getting huge. Yeah. Because it's all kind of branching out of that CrossFit. So yeah, ten years ago you might had a you might not have been able to find one so local. And there's a lot local yeah. that I've found now. Now that I'm delving into it a little bit, um, and I was super encouraged with what they were lifting versus my progress. Now I know I don't expect to add a hundred pounds to my bench every five months because that's just that's well, you know, ridiculous. Little Mexican supplements. Well, you know, going little, uh, little horse tracks. Not and sure you might how be the able testing to. works in local power. Evidently, lifting. it's very rigorous. Really. So, in order to do it, I have to apply—not apply, but I have to join uh, the Ontario Powerlifting Association and the Canadian Powerlifting Union, and then that enters me into the testing pool. So they do tests. I don't know how frequently or random or completely what just has. entered my mind. Yeah. Uh, I know a competitive powerlifter. I could hook you guys up. Oh, for real? If you'd like. Oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah, I used yeah. to coach with them, Andrew Carnavale. Okay. He's uh has competed. He's one of the coaches at the CrossFit. Oh yeah. That I worked at, and uh, I don't know if he's still competing, mm. but he could probably help point me you in the right direction. I would absolutely love that. That would be terrific. Beauty. Um, Beauty. So yeah, so that that led me to that, and then the other, the other kick in the ass, let's say, was seeing you compete. Right. Back in jiu-jitsu. Back in jiu-jitsu. And I saw your posts on it and your and your success, and I thought... It was a good tournament like, for me. I had a good time. Yeah. So you finished first and third, or...? Yes. It was yeah. first first in my in my division by weight. Okay. And then third in my division absolute, so no weight class. Okay, got so it. So if you, if you podium, so top three in your weight class, yep. you fight everybody that's the same rank as you. Okay. But just no weight classes. And you are a... Uh, I competed at middleweight. Okay. So I weighed in... The top of the, the weight class is 181 and a half. Okay. With your, uh, with your uniform on. Right, okay. So that's where I fought. And then I went into the absolute division. That's invitation only. Oh, wow. Type thing. So not everybody that wins does the absolute if wow. they don't want to. Yeah. There was like seven or eight guys that signed up for it. Okay. Across the division. Nice. And uh, my I got a buy, which oh. is why I have a... Thir- uh, third place makes sense in that one. <laughs> but i'm taking that bronze medal well nobody it's needs my, to know no well it's my Shut payment up. because my first fight in the second round yeah. was against one of the podium guys from like the ultra heavy class oh and he was a big boy got it he was a big boy he was about my height but right. 
but about 250. Oh, okay. Yeah, so yeah. like a thick boy. Thick boy. Yeah, he was telling us afterwards that he used to play for the CFL. Oh, good. Yeah. Okay, yeah. And no, that's your payment. You get that. That's yours. You that's what that. I, yeah. yeah. No, one, no one can take it away no, from me. No, that's yours. I got, in the, I got in the ring with this guy. It was a good fight. Uh, he did win because we were doing some stand-up grappling, and I, I'm like, we wrestled in high school, mm. so I'm relatively confident on my feet. Yeah, for sure. But what I've noticed, you know, jujitsu versus wrestling is that I was never really a good freestyle wrestler mm. because freestyle wrestling is all about shooting. Yes. The double leg takedown, so mm. diving in under, you know, under a person's hips. Mm-hmm. But uh, Which I loved. Which is, I'm, it's, it's such a potent weapon. Yeah. Except when you're all leg. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like I'm the same height as my mother sitting down. So you're all leg. All of my, your torso is the same. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm the same height as you sitting, sitting down. down. Yeah, all of my length is in my femur, mm-hmm. right? Because yeah. my shins are pretty much the same length as well. Yeah, you know, so it's pretty much all in my leg. Yeah, <laughs> so it's it's really hard to dive under another person's hips it's when true. you like you're six inches taller than them. Yeah, so my freestyle wrestling career wasn't great, mm-hmm. but I started to do even back then. I was doing a lot of upper body wrestling, so like mm-hmm. Greco Roman style. Yep. So like overhooks and underhooks yep. and 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 squeezes. Use your power that way. Yeah, exactly. So I started doing a lot of that mm-hmm. in jujitsu, and it's been working out very well for me. Mm-hmm. I'm just I'm just a very defensive player, and generally I don't want to use the word timid, but like I don't I don't go for I'm not super aggressive. Mm-hmm. So I was wrestling with this guy doing the underhook thing. We're going back and forth, yeah. we're playing around, and he just he just got tired <laughs> of dancing, and so he just yanked me. Oh, and I you know. I've been practicing jiu-jitsu a long time, and it was completely my fault, but I just wasn't ready for for <laughs> the power of the yank. Right, yeah. He literally just lifted me off the floor. Oh, nice. You know, before I was ready. He had a hand on my jacket and a hand on my sleeve, and he just... And there we go. And I was in the air. Okay. And then I was falling, and then I spent the last, you know, minutes of the match under the guy. Oh, okay. But uh, I almost broke his wrist, and I almost choked him to death. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I just couldn't seal the deal, and, oh. then he, and then he beat me by points. He was oh, up like eleven uh, four by the end. Friggin' points! But you know the funny thing about that. So this is the absolute division. Mm. He lost in the final round of the absolute oh. to the lightest guy in the division, hundred and forty five pounds. If that's not jujitsu in a nutshell, Dude, I'm not certain what is. It's one of the craziest sports slash martial arts in the world. 100%. It's so fun. Absolutely, it's hard. Yep, like all. Good physical things are hard, mm-hmm. but like it's 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 magic, you know. It's really cool. Yeah, I love it. So yeah, I got back into competition. Yeah, uh, competition, competing, competing, competition. I was competing, and now you're gonna get back in. It oh, just like buddy. I've been looking for something. I've wanted something. I've had an itch to like compete at something on my own because like I play com- I play baseball like so pitch say, competitively. But right. team sports and solo sports are completely different. Very different, and I love I love like when it's like when it's just me, right? Because like then I guess. Because then I can't blame anybody else, and it is just my fault if Honestly, I don't do well. <laughs> it's the solo sports are all like if you if you like angst, oh yeah, and if you like to think about stuff, yeah, and if you like to question your self worth, oh, like constantly, yeah. at least at least in the in the in the frame of mind of your sport, do a solo sport. Oh yeah, it'll it'll test you. Oh yeah, yeah. you'll learn some stuff about some stuff. You said that to me when I said I was going to start competing. Like you'll learn some stuff about yourself. And- oh, buddy, that's the biggest thing. That's that like for me is, you know, it's so psychological mm-hmm. and so emotional. Yeah, you know, because you get into this headspace, and see, for me in jujitsu, this is really interesting because this just started happening. So I've been training 
it'll be four years Christmas mm-hmm. that I've been training straight at this place. Right. But, you know, we Which is impressive because, you you know, you're sticking around at one place. Well, we're talking, we were yeah, talking about we're this, talking about you know, that, yeah. depth of experience. You mm-hmm. got to, you got to train stuff a and long time. And you're a blue time. belt now? Yes. Yeah. yeah I'm a four-stripe blue belt. <gasps> the full blue rattlesnake, no! baby. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, so what's next? for? Uh, it would be purple next. Purple would be next. Yeah, so there's five ranks, white, blue, purple, brown, black. And you get stripes in each of them? Or yeah. There, depends? So, so technically they're all, technically they're all have four stripes. Okay. So it's like you can be a four-stripe white belt, a right. four-stripe blue, and a four-stripe purple. And, and then there's nine attainable degrees in black. Right. And then the 10th degree is, uh, is like... It's been honorarily uh, retired. Right, that's for the, the founder. Un- unobtainable. Exactly. Yeah. Right. So you can get up to ninth degree. Right. And uh, actually, the the sickest one for me, like ninth degree, is the red belt, mm-hmm. and so is tenth. But the coolest one for me is like fifth or sixth degree. It's the coral belt. Oh, it's so red and white or red and black. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I like that one. So I'd like to make it there, you know, at least. And then above the coral belt, it's like whatever. Oh, whatever. Yeah, it's like who cares? But so I've been training a long time, and and what I noticed is. The better you get at it, the more mental it becomes. Right. So the, the better you get at your sport, the more mental it becomes. Mm-hmm. Because when you start, it's about like failure or trying your best mm-hmm. type thing. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, I, I, I might lose, but if he beats me, it's just because he knows more yeah. or he's been training longer yeah. or whatever. But once you've been training longer, once you're the guy that's been training longer, then it gets really psychological. Sure. Because you're like, well, there's no reason for me not to win yeah. on paper. Yeah, exactly. I've been yeah. training longer. I'm in good shape. Yeah. You know, I've your been, confidence is way up there. Yeah. So, so then you start going inside. And you're mm-hmm. like, okay, so like, why wouldn't I win? Mm-hmm. I'd only lose if they, you know, they uh, somehow defeat me by, you know, by chance. Yeah, something happens. Yeah. In which case, you can't really plan for that anyway. No. But the other ones are like, you can give up. Mm-hmm. You can break mentally, or you can fail yep. in your preparation. Yep. Or they're just better than you. Right. So you don't care if you lose by chance. You don't mm-hmm. care if they lose, if you lose, if they're better than you. Mm-hmm. So that means you really got to start protecting yourself against uh, faulty preparation yep. and and just like a weak spirit, mm-hmm. you know? And weightlifting is actually very similar to martial arts in that it's something that like to really do well, mm-hmm. both over the long term and lift by lift, mm-hmm. like you really have to dedicate yourself to it. Oh, yeah. Like you can't just kind of pick up 500 pounds no right yeah Un- unless unless like you're actually like a super person. superhuman yeah 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 like even the guys that can lift it for reps mm-hmm. they don't just like yank it off the floor in their in their no. flip-flops they don't walk in and like yeah well hey look at that it's 500 pounds like, yeah ah, and ha, just like get yeah. some reps in right yeah. like a lot of these guys are like smelling salts and yeah fucking getting in there yeah. and you know like chalk the hands yeah and- so like you got to really dedicate yourself to it yeah. and I was reading this comic book the other day and they were they were talking about this concept where it's like people were it's like a sport it was a sports manga a sports comic yep. and one guy was talking about like it was like basketball or something and he's like oh I want to quit I don't like playing anymore mm-hmm. and he's been playing for his whole young life and he's like oh I just you know I don't like, I don't it. like playing anymore yep. and usually in this moment someone would be like no you can't quit like you have to uh you have to keep it up mm-hmm. But instead, the guy he was talking to was like, shut up, pussy. Like, <laughs> the only reason you don't like it is because you're weak. Yeah. You know? And yeah. then, like, they talk about this whole philosophy where it's like, it's like the strength to enjoy your sport. Mm. Like, 
they get more fun the better you get at them. That's fair. You know, so you got to keep that in mind yep. when you're starting and it's hard and like your body hurts and you're like, yeah, you know, you're you're sacrificing other elements of your time and your life to train. Yeah, you got to remember that like it gets fun, mm-hmm. more fun the better you get at it. It's so true. Uh, I've been going to this gym five days a week. For the last five months, yeah. Unless unless there's a holiday or something Super in there, because I'm not, I'm not driving down yeah, yeah. T- to go. Um, and honestly, it's been it's been a big big reason why is I just I worked it into my schedule. I yeah. worked it into my routine. So now now everything is such a routine that it's like, oh yeah, I do this, then I do this, and then I go to the gym and I come back and I do that, and and then the rest of it carries on. And it's and it ha- it's so true. It's become more fun the heavier I've been able to lift. Right. Right, pull 450, right, squat 425. Like being able to hit heavy weights like that, all of a sudden, I was like, Yeah, like, okay, like this is this is awesome. Like, I can do this. Um, and then from some advice from you, evolved deadlifting and squatting with no shoes now. Yes, huge difference, buddy. I'm, I'm this is what I I was. It's so funny that you wanted to talk about this kind of stuff because I was driving up today. I'm like, Man. I just got so much jujitsu on the brain right yeah. now because I've got one more tournament coming up yep. on the 21st. Uh, I'm actually taking this week like lowered training because my right shoulder was getting so toasty. Okay, got it. I got dropped on it back in May. Ooh. And I've been training with it. It's been fine. But we've been doing a lot of burpees after class. Okay, yeah. And, you know, I'm just tired. I've been doing yeah. it with, with poor uh, poor form. Okay. So my shoulder is really starting to Not tune good. up. So yeah. this week... We're on a little recovery, rest and recovery, yep, and the next it. two weeks, nice and hard, final yep. tournament. But anyway, so one of the things that I've always loved is the martial arts. Mm-hmm. And I've always loved, like, not even the main stuff of mm-hmm. the martial arts, the kicks, right. the punches, the techniques. Yep. I've always loved, like, the uh, the secret scroll stuff. Yeah. You know, like, you know, like this is, this is whatever ninjutsu's secret technique. I've always loved that stuff. Right. And, and on top of all this, keep in mind that even though I do all these sports and stuff, I'm actually really lazy. Yeah. Like when I'm not doing jujitsu or not working, watching TV. Yeah. Just laying down. Yeah. Like laying or sitting, laying or sitting and eating. Like I'm not, I don't, we talked about this on the last podcast. That's why you have to make it like uh, a thing to like stretch like while watching tv or you'll just like sink exactly that's you in a nutshell it's like all right i have to get up i have to do something hang on so what i've so so my whole thing and it started with this love of the martial arts and the secret scroll techniques because the idea with the old school martial arts movies and all the all the traditional stuff is like power through repetition Mm -hmm. it's like you want to you want to understand a technique do it a thousand times ten thousand times Mm -hmm. ten thousand times a day yeah you know, and like you'll learn stuff mm-hmm. about yourself and the technique and your body and it's whatever. an old adage that you're not a pro until you've put ten thousand hours into something. Exactly. But also since I'm lazy, you know, like I'm always looking for like these secret techniques mm-hmm. in different elements of sports sure. and different uh different areas of sport uh physiology. Yeah. Where it's like it's like the minimum effective dose if you ever look at Tim Ferriss, the four hour work week stuff. Yep. Where it's like, I want the maximum benefit mm-hmm. for the minimum effort. Yep. Right? And I want a whole bunch of those mm-hmm. so I can just fit them in my day. Yeah. Right? Yep. So it's like I can continue to watch TV and be lazy when I'm not doing jujitsu. Yep. But in the meantime, like when I have five minutes here, ten minutes there. I need to do this. These yeah. things. So we're talking about bare feet. Bare feet is huge. Mm-hmm. You know, because 
you, you think that even though our hands are developed the way that they are and they're so dexterous, mm-hmm. if you look at anybody who lost their arms when they were really young, mm-hmm. really, really young, or born without arms, mm-hmm. and watch them go about their daily life, their feet mm-hmm. have become as dexterous as their hands. They're an extra set of hands now, yeah. yeah. Because the feet are an extra set of hands, right? Mm-hmm. It's the same It's the same basic design. Yeah. It's just obviously evolved for different things. Yeah. But you can gain muscular control over all of your toes, mm-hmm. just like those guys. So they can write with their feet. They can lift a fork with their feet. They can, like, I was watching some guy tie shoes, like Jesus. tie a bow with his toes. Oh, my God. And his feet weren't, like, abnormally sized or right. abnormally long. It he was just, just had that, the control over them. Yeah, yeah, because he was born without hands. So he had to adapt. You know, yeah. so, yeah. And it's an extreme example, obviously. It would, it's, it's taken him 20 years or whatever of but the principle is feet. there. The principle. Yeah, the principle exactly. is there, for sure. So that means that there's somewhere between that guy tying laces with his feet mm-hmm. and me with mm-hmm. my horribly stunted <laughs> pinky yeah. toes because I wear safety shoes all the time. Yeah, and so everything's like, like wrapped under. Yeah, and, yeah, it's so bad for you. Yeah. Uh, so, so obviously with, with some element of effort, mm-hmm. there's somewhere between that guy and me that I can improve to. For sure. So I'm constantly walking around barefoot. Like as yeah. soon as I get home, even in the winter, off with the shoes, off with the socks. Oh, yeah. And you walk around and I'm constantly like trying to grab the ground with my feet. Right, to improve the, the muscles in those toes. Exactly. Yeah. And like... My pinky's still pretty dead. It hides under my ring toe. Yeah. But every time I walk, like I stretch yeah, it like, out. I'm on, trying to get it. On. And it's it's like an engine backfiring yeah. because I'll literally be willing it to move. Like yeah. you talk about people with paralysis. Like yeah. in a very, very small dose, I can understand how scary it could be. Cause yeah. like I'll be looking at my pinky toe being like move. move. Yeah. And it'll just be like shaking <laughs> or not moving. Yeah. And yeah. then it'll do what I want. Then it yeah. then it'll stop. stop. And you just know it's just because the muscles are dead. Yeah. They they've never been used. Mm-hmm. But that means you can you get can do them back, it. which yeah. is super incredible. Mm-hmm. So that's the kind of stuff that I do. So like uh, toe shoes, mm-hmm. I ordered another pair. Oh, yeah, because you had those back when, when we used to train together. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And I, I wanted to use them, but I, I must have lost them. I don't know where they are. Oh, shit. So I ordered a new pair, a thinner pair. Okay. Because, again, martial arts secret scroll everyday training. Yeah. Fitting it in with your regular day. So here's my idea. Uh, I go in and out of people's houses all day for work. Right. right. So I wear safety shoes, but indoors I have like an upstairs clean pair of flip flops mm-hmm. and a dirty basement floor pair of flip flops. Makes sense. Yeah. Because the idea is like I have to constantly go up and down to the different floors of people's houses. Mm-hmm. And some people are like really anal about oh, how I clean can imagine. Their house I've is. seen some of the houses you've cleaned. Yeah. I can only imagine. Oh, dude. Dark heart. If anyone's listening here, if you guys like dark hardwood floors, yeah. fuck you. <laughs> I hate. Dark hardwood floors. You can see a speck of dust on yeah. it from like three rooms away. Oh, no. It's so nerve-wracking yeah. when you walk into a house. It's like yeah. how seriously these people uh, take like their cleanness. As seriously as the bologna farmer? No, not that okay. serious. Not that serious. We That's used to, too serious. We used to work for a guy. Uh, we, uh, we used to work on his farm, do hay for him in the summer. And he was meticulous. Was it him or his wife? It was him, It was right? him. It was him, not his wife. It was yeah. him, yeah. He was meticulous about how clean his house had to be. He would make us eat in the garage we if we were to- too dirty. So you got to understand, we're doing hay. We're, we're, we're lofting hay all day, covered in chaff. Yeah, we're not clean. We're not clean, right? We just want to sit and enjoy our lunch. In the cold. It's Can- like 30,000 degrees oh, yeah, outside. It's, it's 35 degrees Celsius outside. Yeah. Never mind what it is with your back against a tin roof in that drive shed. Over easy. Right. It's over easy Oh, yeah, at least, there. yeah. Um, 
And then we want to go in and sit down because he's got a central air house and he won't let us because yeah. we're dirty. So we have to sit in the garage. <laughs> we might as well have just ate in the loft. Ah. You remember that? Oh, Like did working some, conditions. Oh, did we, we need a union. You, a hay yeah. throwers yeah. union. Yeah, it was what like, what the fuck? Like my sandwich is melting in my hand. Oh, so This gross. is melted cheese now. Like, So not that serious. Okay. But still pretty serious. Pre- pretty serious. Okay. You know, so, so long story short. Dark hardwood floors Fuck. give me anxiety. So you like the hardwood I have at the house? Yeah. Like the gray, yeah. Okay, yeah, got because it, yeah. it doesn't show dust. It's true. You know, yeah. like you can clean it, but you don't have to clean it like morning and time. night every day. Yeah. Oh, my God. Anyway. So the idea right now is yeah. that I've got three pairs of shoes, yep. right? Safety shoes. Yep. Upstairs flip-flops, downstairs flip-flops. I like it. Right? And I'm always constantly changing yep. them. Got to walk barefoot more often. Mm-hmm. Can't walk barefoot in people's houses no. because it would get you looks. Yeah, it looks and it's... Stranger's house. Exactly. And, yeah. Don't want to be disrespectful. Sure. Split the difference. Toe shoes, mm. right? Mm-hmm. Buy a set of safety shoes, because I usually get an 11. Buy a 12 or 13. Oh. So I can wear the toe shoes inside Almost the safety shoes. Almost your set shoes. of socks. Exactly. I like it. So this way, because the, the main problem is the safety shoes, as they're designed, they're pretty narrow in the toe. Right, yeah. So even so if I spread... can go around it, yeah. Exactly. So I get like a... 12 or 13 even yeah and if they're too if they're too sh- uh, long for my feet then i'll just like stuff the end with sure. socks Add or something end, yeah. exactly so that way my foot can actually sit open mm. inside the shoe i like it in the toe shoe in the toe so it's safety yeah and then i can just take it off. i don't have to bother with one set of flip-flops i can still keep a dirty pair right same idea like yeah. a size 13 so right. i can just slip just them on, on. yeah just for dirt i like it but for the rest of the house yeah toe shoes see and that's about working in your improvements into your daily routine Here's another one. We're getting rid of our couch. Oh. Yeah. I mean, uh, mom wants to get recliners. Okay. Type thing. But I split the difference and bought a $20, 75-centimeter plyo ball, one of those giant bouncy balls. Oh, yeah. And I just sit on that now. Nice. Like all those all those weird new age uh, offices where yeah. they make them sit on bouncy balls. Yeah. But it really does work. It works for you. Well, because I watch so much TV. Yeah. But if you sit on the ball, mm-hmm. your core is ambiently engaged the whole time. Right. You can't slouch nearly as hard. No. So through a combination of the ball, mm-hmm. this other thing that I'm going to talk about in a second, and just basic stretching, I had some really bad upper right mid-back pain for the last, like pretty much the whole summer. Mm-hmm. I thought I had tore something. Oh, shit. But my other thing, it was like I either tore something or it was just like a really tight group of muscles. Mm-hmm. And it turns out that it's mostly a tight group of muscles. Oh, okay. Because it was just because I was slouching. Yeah. So Sinking into much. your couch. Yeah, yeah. The Mr. Burns, like so bad yeah. for your back. But I've been sitting on the ball and mm-hmm. doing all this stuff. I haven't sat on my couch for like a week. Nice. And it's already starting to like... Be better. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So it's these little changes. Mm-hmm. So here's the other thing. Mm. And I want you to try this. Okay. Right? So you have homework. Yep. And I, like I, al- I also want you to try this like before or as part of your warm-up for a lifting session. Okay. So you've heard of Wim Hof? Uh, yes. So he's Sounds a Dutch... Familiar. Pretty sure he's Dutch. He's from Holland. I'm okay. Pretty sure. Uh, Dutch or Norwegian. He's this fitness guru. Uh, and his big thing is uh, this certain type of breathing that he expounds mm-hmm. and cold exposure. Okay. So like uh, like ice baths right. and swimming in the river in the in the winter and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I might I've been experimenting with cold showers a little bit, but not like ice cold showers because I'm really Soft. Oh, yeah, so soft. <laughs> like, I go from super hot to, like, somewhat chilly. Okay, yeah. But even so, I've been, I've been building up somewhat of resistance, mm-hmm. and that's his whole thing. So, through this combination of cold exposure and breathing, mm-hmm. he has a number of, like, superhuman feats to his name. Okay. So, he's called the Iceman. 
There's a number of documentaries on him. His most famous one was on Vice. Okay. So he got the name Iceman because he would do this breathing in cold exposure, and he's done these extreme records. This so, might be where I know him from. Right. Then. So okay. he's run uh, a marathon in the Arctic Circle in shorts. Jesus Christ. He's been above the death zone on Everest in shorts. Come on. He's run uh, a marathon in Death Valley. Again, in shorts, but it's a little bit less poignant there. Right, because it's, um, it's it's already ridiculously hot, but hot. Still, yeah, but still on a marathon. Yeah, uh, he has the he has the record for the longest underwater ice swim. What? Which is fifty plus meters oh under God. solid ice, where his cornea is froze. What? <laughs> yeah, insane stuff. How man. cold does it have to be to freeze your corneas? Real, real cold, evidently. Oh, and he still swam. And he, well, so what happened? He passed out and floated to the end. Got it. Okay. So the story goes, <laughs> he was supposed to do a test run for the stunt. Right. So the guys could figure out the camera angles and everything. Yep. So there was like, there was two holes in the ice. Yeah. And uh, they were each like 25 meters away or whatever. Right. right. So he goes down the first one. Yeah. And then he's going. Yeah. And then he passes by the first one. Yeah. And he's like, fuck it. I'm just going to go for the record right now. Because I'm oh, already in the no. water. And I'm already going. <gasps> oh, shit. So he just keeps going. Yeah. But he can't really find like... So he opens his eyes to figure out where the where the second hole is, <gasps> but it's so cold and he wasn't ready for it yeah. that it froze oh. his corneas. So he went blind <gasps> underwater, oh just God. kept swimming. I'm anxious hearing that story. The only reason he didn't die is because they had a rescue diver there yeah. who pulled him out, like grabbed his ankle yeah. from like the next hole. So he blew past the record. Oh my the, God. Destroyed the record, you know? So he's done stuff like that. Good on that diver to be like, no, like, no, 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 come back here. Yeah, we should probably get in after whim. Oh. So those are the extreme Jesus. ones. And because he did this stuff, oh. he got he got recognition or at least he got interest from the scientific community. Sure. Because basically what he claims is mm. that through this combination of breathing mm. and cold exposure, mm. he can control his own immune system. That's insane. So he can create like antibodies and he's saying that he can get into his brain and he can like create endorphins, create adrenaline, like do all this stuff of the autonomous nervous system. So which he's is, a mutant. Well, this is what he's saying, right? So they're like, okay. So they test him. And <laughs> this is the Vice documentary, which is insane. It's like, so in front of scientists, yeah. it's on video, it's yeah. on paper. You yeah. can read the study. Through this round of breathing, they inject him with E. coli. Oh, come on. E. coli, the E. coli virus. Yeah. Not the Ebola. No, E. coli. E. coli, which, which is just you, like... You e can you can get it from uh, uh, unsanitary water, like fecal matter in the water. It exactly. happened to Wyerton or Walkerton or wherever. Walkerton, up, yeah. up northern Ontario. And it can yeah. be pretty serious. It, like People can, can kill die. people. Yeah, yeah, people can die from it. And yeah. it's Small children least, or already elderly, the sick. Yeah. yeah, or at the very least, like you're not going to have a couple good weeks. Oh, you're like, gonna, you'll be in the hospital. It's like... IV. Need, yeah, you need stuff. Yeah. So they inject him with the E. coli. Oh, my God. And on record... Yeah. He breathes it out of his body. Breathes it out. Like, just using his <gasps> breath work. And there's your E. coli back. Yeah, he just focuses his breath work <laughs> oh and, like, forces his immune system to reject the, the E. coli. And, like, they're watching on microscopes, like, the, the white blood cells or whatever, like, attacking the E. coli. And the worst symptom that he reported was a headache. Oh, no. Yeah. So people are like, wow, it really works. Yeah. But... That's just because he's an anomaly. Right. He's the exception yeah. that proves he's the rule. He's the exception to the he's rule, yeah. yeah. And he's like, no, no, no. I can teach people to do this. Oh, so on. he takes 12 people and over seven days gets them to do the same thing. Ten of the 12 reject the E. coli. That's pretty good results. That's insane Ten results. out of 12, that's not like, if it was 50-50, it's like, oh, okay, like it may, 10 out of 12, that works. Yeah. 
That's a that's a successful test. So it's like it's in science. So the after, two that failed are now the anomalies. Well, this is the thing, right? Yeah. And the only reason they failed was probably because they like didn't do the breathing right, right, or, or whatever. Whatever the case is, right? That's insane. So that's what he's built his business on over the last like ten years is like teaching these workshops about breathing and cold exposure. And yeah. he does now he does like a lot of these retreats or like team building stuff. Sure. Or like extreme group events. Yeah. So Kilimanjaro, the highest mountain in Africa. Yeah. It usually takes five days to, to summit ascend. oh to summit yeah yeah well to get to the top yeah first of all i would never climb a mountain where the first letters are kill a man yeah right i just it's it's, it's, just, it's a I've bad always, omen. i've always like, thought that like at least the like everest sounds nice well everest is like you know it's yeah you're like okay i'm gonna i'm gonna climb everest yeah, yeah. but like kill him kill jaro. a man jaro wait what <laughs> kill a man who is jaro <laughs> why is he killing why is he man? killing me what is in jaro the villain from men in black 2 like what is happening sounds about yeah. right <laughs> So it usually takes five days to get to the top because you have to do it in stages. Okay. Because you have to acclimatize yourself Mm. to the altitude. Right. So the higher you go up, the less oxygen's in your body. Yeah. And if you go up too fast, you get oxygen sickness. Right. Or what people call acute mountain sickness. Okay. And it's like it has to do with there not being enough oxygen in your blood. Does that, does that, does that like the bends? Like if you're it's similar. Similar, like when you're coming the, up from yeah, water? Yeah, the bends has to do with pressure. Okay, gotcha. Internal pressure. Right. But it's the same idea. I'm a scientist. But it's the same basic <laughs> idea, right? Yeah. It's changing altitude it. too quickly. Right. Right? It's just this one has to do with you go up too high, too fast. Less oxygen. Less oxygen. Okay. And you can get headaches. You get sick. People die oh, from yeah. it. I believe and once, that. And once you go over the level, mm. like you can't fix it at altitude. Oh, you, you have, have to, to come down. Oh, I see. Okay. Or you need someone to bring oxygen to you. Right, okay. Type thing. So a lot of people die from AMS sure. and all this stuff. So five days. He takes a group of 30 people. Okay. In shorts and a t-shirt. Yeah. And it's a mountain, so it's like Everest. Yeah. Shorts and a t-shirt, and he gets 28 of them out of 30 to the top of Kilimanjaro in two days. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. Two days. Another documented feat. Shut up. Two people go down with mountain sickness, but not serious. Like, they just decide to turn back before it gets really bad. But the other 28 of them in two days, 28 hours. What? They the sum at the top. Fuck. Yeah. So the Wim Hof method. Cold exposure. And breathing. Is, and breathing. Yeah. So the breathing, so I've been doing this breathing for about a week now. I've been doing it uh, before jujitsu. Mm. I've been doing it uh, before running, mm. before exercise. Okay. I've done it uh, once in a lot of people do it in the morning. Right. To wake themselves up. Okay. So basically what it is is purposeful forced hyperventilation. Oh, okay. For about 40 to 50 breaths. Okay. You exhale your air. Mm-hmm. You do an empty lung breath hold. Okay. For as long as you can. Right. Once that's done... Your, your body will just make you breathe. Once you breathe, you hold that breath nice and deep mm. for, he says 10 to 15 seconds, but I've also been doing like full lung breath holds. Okay. So it's like an empty lung breath hold, mm. one giant breath, a full lung breath hold, mm. and then go back to normal breathing, mm. and then that's one round. And okay. he does generally like three to get uh, like some real effects, and you okay. can do like so many more. Right. So I've been trying it out. It's nuts. Okay. It's absolutely nuts. And... Again, I don't know if it's a placebo or if it's actually working, mm-hmm. but either way, like I ran my best mile probably in the last five years after doing this breathing, mm-hmm. like the best time yep. type thing. I've gone to jujitsu and just felt like infinite energy because mm-hmm. it, what it does hypothetically is it oxygenates like all your cells. Right. And it just permeates into your body. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, your body just has way more energy to do all this mm-hmm. stuff with. Yeah. Incredible. So I'm just going to quickly do the breathing for people listening. Okay. And for you. Okay. And Got it. I, so, this is a good so this is what class lesson, everybody. Right. Here we so go. So you sit down, 
So, warning, the Wim Hof method may cause you to pass out. Fair enough. Hasn't caused me to pass out yet, but he's very clear on people, like, not doing this in water mm. until he's trained you. Okay. Not doing it in heat. Until he's trained you. Yeah. So, if you're going to try it on your own, okay. like, try it already laying down. We're in a climatized studio. We're good yeah. here. Okay. Sitting in a comfortable chair where yep. you can't hit your head. I do it laying on the ground or on a yoga mat. Full disclosure, if you pass out, I'm finishing the show on my own and leaving you here. Right. So... So what do you, what, he has this great voice. I listen to guided meditation. Mm. He's got this great like Dutch English accent. And uh, so what he says is fully in and just let it go. So fully in, don't exhale everything, just let it go. Okay. And then just do that over and over okay. and over again. So it's. <gasps> for like 40 or 50 times. Okay. And you'll start seeing stars. Yeah. Your, your, uh, your body temperature goes up. You start sweating. Like even now, I already started sweating. Uh, your fingers start to tingle, like you'll lose your vision a little yeah. bit. You'll start to white out. And then around 40 or 50 on the, you just hold. And I, I like to go until my butthole puckers. Okay. That's a good baseline. God. Yeah. So what he, yeah. So what he talks about is like, so what happens is the body takes all the oxygen out, mm -hmm. but it'll keep going because you've oxygenated all your cells, right? Mm -hmm. So usually we only breathe into the lungs. Techni this technique is supposed to like get the oxygen into your whole body. Mm, okay. So when you stop breathing, your body can still use the oxygen that's everywhere. Oh, uh, okay. So that's why it does the breath holds. So right. your breath holds will, will go crazy. Right. So I've done an empty lung breath hold for like three and a half minutes. Jesus. Yeah. And then a full lung breath hold for almost four. That's insane. Right. Which is with, oh almost, no, with, with almost no practice. Yeah. So you do that. You do the breath holds. And the idea is like you want to make your body go into fight or flight mode okay is what he's talking about so right. that's why i use the, the 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 puckering butthole yep because you try to be as calm as possible mm -hmm. but eventually like you'll start to feel the air running out and your heartbeat will yeah, yeah you'll your start to notice your heartbeat yeah. i find flexing helps yeah because you'll start to get a little panic little panic a little anxious yeah, yeah. And your whole body will start like curling in on itself because it's like yeah. the air and then right as i feel everything like squeeze that's a <gasps> and then you do a full and hold that yeah, that one's much easier and goes longer. Sure. But like I've gone to like my face was tingling and it Jesus. felt like my, my, my lips were like pruned. And you do it like three times in a row. And I tell you, by the third time, like yeah. you do feel it. You start shaking, like shivering. Yeah. And, and then you're oxygenated, right? And That's then he does terrific. like meditation right after type yep. thing. So you, you can use the breathing for a lot of stuff. Right. But I'm generally doing three rounds and yep. then like going for a run and then yep. coming home and stretching. Nice. Insane. One of the best secret ninja scroll things okay, it yeah. takes 15 minutes you yep. can follow it on youtube yeah it takes like no practice other than like other than watching that, yeah. the method yeah and i tell you i think i think there's something here all right it's pretty in, so i'm gonna work that into my warm-ups i'd like you to yeah. try it i would recommend doing the war that part of it in your car before you go inside okay because that's what i do with jujitsu yeah i get there 15 minutes early right and i hyperventilate myself in my car okay because so so nobody judges you inside they judge you as they walk by and watch you freak out because here's it. the thing toe shoes someone gives me a weird look yeah whatever, whatever. bro. it's my body yeah hyperventilating I, if i'm hyperventilating myself on the floor and like shaking and convulsing <laughs> someone's gonna and not step breathing in. Yeah. someone's gonna step in if people didn't have any context they'd be concerned absolutely so I'm, just, I'm just removing myself and them you from know what the that's situation. fair that's fair know? absolutely but other than that so it's these little things, toe shoes, sitting on the ball, mm -hmm. breathing stuff, nutrition, yep. sleep, all this stuff 
combines to give you this like this competitive advantage. As I yawn my face off over here. Oh, buddy. So that's the other thing I was thinking as mm-hmm. as I uh, came up. I've been really tired the last week. Mm-hmm. One through a combination of training and right. work, but two, like I'm pretty sure this breathing method is like really tiring mm. because by the end of the third round, yeah. like your lung capacity is so much bigger. Yeah, like you're stretching your whole chest and diaphragm. Yeah. So I actually feel like my chest muscles are tired, and that's that why would make I'm sense. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm ready yeah. to bed after I do it. Yeah. So these are the things. All right, I like it. So I'm good for any edge. Yeah, everything. Yeah, anything you can put in. Absolutely. So working out without your shoes. Yep. Do some breathing stuff. I mean, water is super important. Yep. Hydration is key. Yeah. Minimum two liters a day mm-hmm. if you're the average male. I've. Uh, I've taken to incorporating water into just about everything I do now, like water with dinner. Yep. You know, I water on my way to and from work, you know, because I do drink, you know, I'll have two or three cups of coffee in a day and that'll that'll dehydrate you. Yep. Right. So incorporate a little bit more water for that. Um, I'm now eating clean, but eating not necessarily when I'm hungry, eating to just maintain a steady fullness without feeling like gross and bloated. That's an interesting thing. So I've been thinking about that lately because I've been working on fasting for years now. Yeah. And it's worked really well. It's worked for great me. for you. Yeah. And it's, I found like this homeostasis. Yeah. And it's been really interesting the last little bit with training for the tournaments because usually I walk around at about 185 pounds. Yeah. And like I said, the last tournament I had to fight at 181 and a half yep. with the gi. So that means I had to be around like 179. Yeah. So it's like six pounds to cut. It's not a bunch. I did it. It was fine. I actually mm-hmm. overshot it by about two pounds. And then this tournament, because I'm going no gi. Right. I get to weigh in a little bit heavier, so the okay. top of the weight class is 187. Okay, and a half, right. which is way easier. Yeah, it's super because I walk at 185. Yeah, so I've been eating a shitload. Yeah, trying to be at the top. Yeah, and ideally, I might even spend next week over right. the weight class. Right, at just about so 190 come, pounds. Come back down to it. Yeah, exactly. Just get really thick. Yeah, and so usually what I've been doing is the fasting to try and lose fat. Mm-hmm. Like that's the long term goal. Yeah, it's like. Because, again, I'm lazy, so all these ninja scroll ideas are to get the best benefit with the least amount of effort over the long term. And works well into your daily routine. Exactly. Right? Because I don't care how long it takes me to lose body fat. If it's taken me years to get this far, totally okay. It is what it is. Yeah. But now that I'm thinking about it, after this tournament, I think I'm just going to start eating a lot of food. Right. And just go up. Mm -hmm. Because one of the downsides of fat no, i'm not going to stop fasting i'm just going to up the food okay because i haven't been eating a lot in addition to fasting i see okay right because you get to this point where you only really need like one meal a day yeah and i eat like i've been eating at 10 o'clock going to bed yeah working all day going to jujitsu then eating again at 10 o'clock right so like, okay almost like a 20 hour 24 hour fast that's impressive and i was doing it multiple days in a row mm. and it was fine for energy it was fine yeah. for training but what i've noticed now that i've stopped you know, taking a break for this week is that my body was and is kind of really beat up, mm. like just sore. The recovery is not quite there. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, and I was thinking about it because I was like, man, I sleep a lot. I stretch a lot. Yep. Why do I still feel so beat up? And then I was like, nutrition. I don't think I'm eating enough. Yeah. Like just, just for what I'm doing. Right. Energy is fine. If you were just working your nine to five and like going to jujitsu as like yeah, just going chilling. to it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Be a different story because you're, you're putting in you know, what your body needs to be able to do that. But that's what I was doing for years. Yeah. That's why I didn't notice. That's why it worked. Yeah, I was yeah. like, what's going on here? But right. It's because I've been training harder. Yeah. And like 
abusing my body a little bit. All of more. a sudden, your body's like, "Hey, motherfucker!" Like, yeah, it's we, like we can't food. do. Yeah, it's like yeah. we can't do this on 1,500 calories. Yeah, like, what's going on? We get need some, more. Yeah, yeah, get some food in you. So I started drinking like three and a half percent, like homogenized milk. Oh, yeah. okay. by the gallon. <laughs> oh, good. Well, because powerlifters do go mad. Mm-hmm. Gallon of milk a day. We tried that once. It's Remember that? Hard. It is. It it's sounds hard. easy, if you, especially if you like milk. Like I love milk. Yeah, me too. Like right? so, I'm a big so milk delicious. fan. And it's like, oh yeah, a gallon of milk, sure. It it's not that easy. It's not easy to do it in a day every no. day. No, the first one maybe. Sure. You haven't had milk in a while, and yep. you're like, yeah, let's do yeah, go let's mad. Do this, you yeah. crush the first one. Yeah. But like, I bought a gallon of milk, <laughs> and it took me two days to finish. Yeah. And that was like drinking pretty much as much milk as I wanted over two days. Never mind the cost on the wallet. Well, that's the other like, thing, too. Yeah. A gallon's like six bucks homogenized. Yeah. So if you're doing that every, every day, day yeah. do the math. It's like 30 bucks a week. Yeah. yeah. You know, 1,500 or bucks better. a year on Yeah. Because the idea is, so it's the other thing I was reading, just like a basic old school thing is like, if you want to gain muscle mass, mm-hmm. you want to build muscle, yeah. you need to be taking in like two times uh the kilogram weight of your body in protein grams. Yes, that sounds about right. right? Yeah. So you weigh 85 kilos. You want to take in 170 grams of protein. That's why I, I take as much like, like I, I, how do I say this without sounding like I'm doing it the wrong way? Um, like I do have a lot of protein shakes yeah. in a day, but that's only because I can't eat, physically can't eat that much in beef and chicken. Well, that's the thing, right? right? So that's, that's I do have solid protein for anybody listening. That's like you can't just take protein shit. I know I have my chicken, I have my beef, I have turkey. Like I've got all that stuff to like physically have it. But there's just a point where you you can't do that. You well, need here's help. the thing: those numbers I just put out are exactly my numbers. I weigh about oh, eighty five okay. kilos. Right. Nice. Okay. So yeah. if I wanted to build muscle, yep. really build, get bigger, yeah, I would have to consistently take in one hundred and seventy grams of protein a day. Oof. Right. So what do you weigh? Uh, you said 240, 240, right? yeah. I was on the scale this morning at two, so 240. Kilos is 2.20462. Uh, hang on. Let's do a little calculator here. You're never going to have a calculator with you at all times. Yeah, bite me. Yeah. Uh, so two, we'll say 245, 2.2. 0462. 0462. 111.130. Kilos. Kilos, yes. Times two. Times two. 222. Point two six zero grams of protein a day. That's what you would have to take in to put. At the, that's at the top. At end. the top end, that's yeah. two times. Yeah. Some guys say one point seven five. Some people say one point five. Give or take. So that would be the top end the of it. I need to be end. taking in two hundred and twenty three grams, grams of, of protein, protein a day. Right. And for people listening, a solid chicken breast, which mm-hmm. is for most people one serving of protein at a dinner, yeah, is like thirty grams. So let's divide. Let's say two twenty three. Whoops. Divided by what did you say? Thirty. Thirty. That's that's eight. Yeah, eight chicken breasts a day. A day. I mean, and obviously, <laughs> red meat's a little bit more. So if you had like a nice thick steak, steak every day, that might be forty grams. Okay, but still, but still, we're talking eight chicken, chicken breasts. breasts a day. Yeah, a gallon of homogenized milk is one hundred and fifty grams of protein. Oh my god! So if you drank that a day every day, yeah, and then had one chicken breast, Ooh. I'd be fine. I wouldn't be. You'd be halfway there. I'd be halfway there. Right. Another gallon of milk yeah. and more chicken. You'd have two gallons of milk and your and, <laughs> and your a couple chicken. of chicken breasts. You know, so this is why it's hard to and I was thinking about this and I always used to think that I was like, ah, it's like who would ever take that much? But then I was well then I was thinking, I was like, the people that would take that much are the people that don't care what they weigh. Yes. They just want the recovery of the nutrition. Right. 
because those if, are the numbers they're looking at more so than what's on the scale. Yeah. Yeah. Because for me, like even over the last two days of drinking a half gallon a day, mm-hmm. I already feel better. Right. Just because there's more nutrients, there's yeah. more protein, there's more energy for yeah. my body to fix itself. Yes. Yeah. So the idea is like I'm going to drink a shitload of milk over the next three weeks. Yeah, it makes sense. And try to like coast at 190. Right. And then last week cut her down 187 and just th- show up like a thick, thick. boy yeah, for yeah. me. And then because that's my last tournament of the year, mm-hmm. I might keep that going until like next year. Yeah. Yeah. And just jump See, up a weight class. For sure, I would. Because I'm training hard enough that the body is breaking down. Yes. So if I'm taking in, even if I was taking 150 grams of protein, mm-hmm. that would be so much more than I usually take in during a day. Yeah. I bet you I only take in about 60 grams, maybe 80 grams of protein a day. Okay. Just yeah. through my ambient diet. Yeah. You know, so if I added all this protein just go up to like 210 oh yeah by next year just be just be thick thick. i have to i i have to make a decision in the coming months because uh i'm going to give myself until march to see where my weights are at before i decide when i'm going to compete right if they're where i think they're good because obviously gym weights are different than competition weights then i'm going to compete early as a side note you can plan for that too Oh, a lot of guys will 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 program like a fifteen percent handicap into their numbers. Oh, well, that makes sense. So they'll yeah. train for their their competition yeah. at fifteen percent of less. So oh. they'll, they'll wait till they're fifteen percent over, right, and then go hit those lower numbers as their openers, right, that for makes the sense. competition. We were talking about that about about the the gamesmanship of like setting your yeah, numbers the strategy. Um, I'm right between weight classes, like kind of right so in the middle. So what are the weight classes in powerlifting? Uh, I'd have to look them up because they're all in kilos. I wonder if I can do uh, OP. Are there a bunch or are there like Oh, two? yeah, there's a, there's a bunch. OPA okay, so it is, a, it, is a, it is like weightlifting. Uh, yeah, Ontario Powerlifting Qualifying Standards. Uh, so I am in open, do, 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 class one. So there's, again, I think they're the same-ish. Yeah, so there's 53 kilo, 59, 66, 74, 83, 93, 105, 120, 120 plus. And then obviously your different weight, your different like age, like master, elite, one class one and stuff. Like that all has to do like your masters. So I would be. And are those numbers uh, totals? I, w- I would be uh, in the open. Yeah, these are the qualifying uh, men's national competition standards. So for uh, 105 kilograms. Uh, elite, your total would have to be 827 and a half kilos. Interesting. So that's their, yeah, so that's their qualifying, like, like that's their bar. Yeah, so I'm right, I'm right between the 105 kilo and the 120. Oh, I see. Right. So I'm between those weight classes right now, so I have to make the decision about going down or going up, and I would rather go up up is easier. Right. Up is easier. Plus, I, I'm. it's like a mental thing with me. I don't know if I'd be able to maintain my progress and my strength and the numbers whilst cutting at the same time. Well, it's definitely possible, but mm-hmm. obviously it would take way more effort. Right. Like, uh, have you heard of RP strength? Uh, it sounds familiar, yeah. Renaissance periodization strength. Okay. Their, yeah. uh, their nutrition program. Yep. That's really gotten big in the last five years, 10 years. Okay, yeah. Find them on Instagram, and they do a lot of stuff like that. Okay. Because they work with a lot of CrossFitters and weightlifters and, and competitive weightlifting athletes. Right. So they have, like, 
bulking meal plans and cutting meal plans and competition meal plans. Mm. So they like it could definitely be done. So if your right. goal was to get stronger and drop all your fat mm-hmm. at the same time, yep. they could they could do that close, right? Because right. usually like gaining weight and what losing fat. I'm gonna uh, RP them. strength. RP strength. I'm going to add them to my search history here so that I uh, I can look at them, you know, when I'm supposed to be doing work Absolutely. or whatever. Yeah, they do a bunch of stuff. You can buy online coaching is like their best one. Right. But you can buy what they call the templates. So mm-hmm. basically it's like a one-time thing and they send you like an Excel file okay. where you plug your own numbers in and mm-hmm. they'll tell you how much to eat, when to eat, all that stuff. And that's all stuff that I have to get used to now if I'm going to take this because like I'm like you, right? Like, I don't want to half-ass it. Like, I'm right. going to do it. I want to do it right. Right. So it's, like, more about, like, you know, counting calories, you know, my my carbs, my my yeah. fats, and all, all that, my macros, basically. Um, so I'm sort of easing into that by paying attention more to what I'm eating. I'm taking in a lot more carbs than I was. Um, carbs are the fuel, man. They well, get you going. It's been it's made such an insane difference because, like, um, when I really started to hit heavier numbers, it was like, okay, like, I need to have more carbs through my day. So that I can recover faster and I can feel stronger, right? But not like carb loading to an extreme, but yeah. like in the same sense, Energy. like and having it's huge it, yeah. when you don't eat a lot. Well, yeah, like when exactly. you go from like trying to be relatively low carb for health, yeah, and then you start eating like lots of rice or yeah. lots of bread, you're like, <laughs> rice bread, the I've energy. Had, I've had like pancakes for breakfast and stuff. Yeah, like, that's what's up. Skip out on the margarine and maple syrup, like the sugars and stuff, but like just have like. Well, you can go real butter. Go real butter. Butter's yep. good for you. Lots yep. of fat. Big I've, old slab of real butter. I've on looked there. at like I haven't tried any yet. I want to try making like protein pancakes. Being that guy, they're seeing okay. whether I can do it. They're I've not never, bad. Never tried it before. They're pretty simple. But yeah, like they're pretty basic. Yeah. It's just like if you like the taste of protein powder, you'll be okay. You'll like you'll like yeah. protein pancakes. Do you remember that that protein you bought? The cookies and cream, muscle milk, or whatever. No, it was? no, no. The one, the one. Um, uh, it was orange sickle or orange popsicle oh, or something. Yeah. Do you remember that oh one? My God. Oh, you uh, you got that, and I was like, "Oh, has it taste?" You're like, "I might as well have ate a box of cardboard." This was gross, so bad. <laughs> I remember the the way I had to oh, finish that. Was that so funny was I bought, uh, you know, those ready made smoothies in the grocery store, like the oh, green yeah. juice ones, yeah. which, by the way, probably not that good because like 50 grams of sugar uh, per well, serving, yeah, in packed it. into it, yeah, but delicious regardless so i would go half and half green smoothie oh, and that stuff yeah. and just i was to like this is just it. sweet and i just like hammer oh. it <laughs> i was talking to some of the guys about that the other day i was like you know what in the in the pursuit of like fitness health martial arts nutrition and yeah. just like research yeah i've eaten and drank some nasty shit oh yeah just some unpalatable stuff um because i because i prep um to go work out while I'm at work, right? Because I keep all my stuff at work. You know, I'll have my pre-workout and stuff. And, and Jill, who I work with, she's like, oh, like, you know, is it good? I was like, this one's actually not bad. She's like, have you had some bad ones? like, I've had some awful ones. Because pre-workouts are ones that I, I run out of them the fastest. Because yeah. they're generally around, 30 you know, 30, servings. 60 servings type thing. So I run out of them pretty quick. So I like to mix it up. I like to try new stuff, right? Because I know in the back of my mind, like, oh, I can always go back to C4 or whatever works. <laughs> my favorite favorite one to talk about is no explode yeah because that was the first one we tried and i remember it was like like shaking it and reading the labels like do not shake why boof blows Boom. the end off the shaker like all right so we have to stir this shit got it and that got stuff it. worked 
but it was fucking gross. Oh, it yeah. was not fun to it drink. It was not palatable. No. It was just like a thrower down there, oh, son. I, like, I actually started using that stuff like with way less than the recommended dose of water. Eat, oh, yeah. It was like yeah. just liquid enough that yeah. I could do like a shot. Oh, I like it. And okay. I just like, <gasps> we're good to go. Yeah, they yeah. just like let it kick in. Um, I've because I've had some brutal like pre workouts, oh, yeah. and like I've had ones that like taste garbage and don't work. Yeah, don't do anything. Yeah, you're like okay. Cool. And this is the interesting thing I've <laughs> I found about uh, pre workouts in 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 general. Mm-hmm. A lot of the pre workouts because I forget what the ingredient is called. The active ingredient is beta something. Yes, beta alamine or beta alamine. Is it yeah or at, yeah? That sounds Adamine. about right. Okay. But that's what makes the itchy face. Right. That was what was prevalent in Endo Explode. Right. right? The tingling fingers, yeah. the itchy face, and like, so if you get like, these ants off of me. Yeah. So if you like that sensation yeah. and other, and like, that's why you're judging if your pre-workout is working or mm-hmm. not. It could just be that, that that's in it or not in it. Right. Makes sense. So if you just want that, yeah. you can just actually take beta alanine. Oh, okay. Like in yeah. pill form. Yeah. So you don't have to worry about all the other stuff. Because what beta alanine is is a vasodilator, so it okay. opens the veins in your body, right? So your blood flow is easier. Got it. Okay. Type thing. Yeah. So it's like it's easier to warm up. Yeah, it's easier ready to get to the go, juice yeah. flow. So like if you just like that, mm-hmm. it's way cheaper to buy beta alanine than it is to buy like makes sense uh, a compound yep. workout thing. But there's yeah, there's some. Do you ever do Jacqueline Hyde? No, I haven't. Back no. in the day, no. It was like pre-workout, post-workout, or no. whatever. Hyde and Jackal type. Okay. Thing. Just fucking crazy. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. You were just like, <laughs> yes. yes. And then they discontinued it for some reason. Oh, I don't understand why. They didn't need some standards yeah. or something. I don't, probably not. Uh, Jacked RX. And that's why I'm always leery about ordering certain stuff from like, from like, from like reputable like bodybuilders and stuff, but like they're out of the States, right? And it's like, they have the disclaimer on there. Like if we ship to your country and they don't allow it in, like we're not responsible yeah. for it. And it's like, I don't want to go through. It's like, bro, what's in there? Yeah. Like, Why isn't it making it across the border? And it's like, I don't want to go through like the Canadian health agency right. list of shit. And it's like, I'm so just going to buy in country. I'm going to buy from a Canadian company. Yeah. Like I buy most of my stuff from like supplement source. And so what do you, what do you use for protein these days? Uh, right now I have. Hang on. Here it is. There it is. I have Mutant Surge. Oh, yeah. You've been using the Mutant for a long time. I love this you? stuff. Yeah. It's really good. Tastes great. I can drink it with water. 25 grams of serving. Yeah. All that good stuff. Yeah, good. 100% gourmet. Yeah. It's very good stuff. I tried different flavors and stuff. Triple yeah. chocolate. Yeah, sounds big good. Fr- I, I did use... Um, scoops on this. I was using Celtech something nitro cell tech nitro right was the last one i had before this um really liked it as well but they discontinued it i don't know if it's because cell tech's like going under or whatever the <laughs> case knows, is man. supplement companies yeah muscle farm i've used their stuff too i had their cookies and cream it was pretty good they got a pretty good deal because yeah. they're in like grocery stores like you can find yeah. muscle farm in like so i found in it in Foodland. like foodland yeah. in tottenham and i was like oh okay how so, much yeah. is how much is it because that's five pounds how much does that cost uh this was on sale for 69 or 79 dollars or something which is pretty because the next the next time you buy if you yes. want to go in with me okay i have this this hookup no I, it's it's a website it's, it's a everyone can go here okay uh protein canada canadian protein.com okay whatever and they sell it by the bulk oh you can buy 25 pounds Oh shit! Of protein powder. Oh damn! For like, if you buy the base level, mm-hmm. it's like a hundred and eighty bucks. Oh wow! Which is great. That's a great deal. Yeah. yeah. So it's for like sure. if we split it, it's ninety 
bucks for 12 and a half pounds. That's a, that's a steal. Yeah. Oh my God. And for reference, 12 and a half pounds is like one of those, you know, that pail I keep behind my, uh, yeah. I, I would use it for that. Yeah. That's where it was originally from. Okay. Got it. Um, if you go, so that's the base level stuff. And I used it and I thought it was great. I had no problems on it. It's just basic, cheap and cheerful, mm-hmm. but they also have like New Zealand grass-fed AAA whey. Oh, okay. For like whatever three hundred and change. Oh, okay. For twenty-five pounds, so it's still not that bad. Still not that bad deal like, when you split it. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Hundred fifty so bucks. Next time you're ready to buy, okay, sure. You yeah. let me know. I will. We'll absolutely. get a shipment. Yeah, I'm good with that. So for I can sure. get some protein in this frame. Well, you're gonna have to. Absolutely. Uh, that's basically been our show. Well, folks, we took a break. We have many faces. I'm gonna say this: we took a break because uh, the next month few months the end of the year is going to be wild dude it starts uh in three days with it chapter two and joker oh my god have you seen all the trailers for joker yes i have and the reviews are coming in and uh evidently it's terrific you literally can't please people though we talk about it all on our show all the time oh yeah but i i was watching i was reading some reviews of the trailer yeah and i couldn't believe the amount of people who were like eh I'm not really interested in this one. Not was, really, an unhinged Joaquin Phoenix? It wasn't even like, oh, this looks like it's bad or this looks great. It was just like an overwhelming number of people being like, not really excited for this one. Screw you. And I was like, man, Michael and people, and you say you don't like Michael Bay. Just go yeah. watch something with explosions then. Hey, you'll be fine. You'll be it happy. Looks so good. So yeah, so it kicks off this week with It Chapter 2. Which we have to go see. Absolutely. Obviously. So yeah, so the next so like even this month, like it chapter two, um and Rambo Last Blood <gasps> are all this month. Yes. Right? So it's like so so it's a strong month right there for us. Um and then Joker starts off the beginning of October. Nice. So we're right into it. Gemini Man's in there. Wouldn't mind uh Will seeing Smith, that. Gemini Man. Yeah. Oh, that looks so good. Um and what else is in there? Some other good ones that I probably won't end up seeing, but I'll catch later on, like uh, Zombieland or oh, yeah, number two, yeah, or um, like Doctor Sleep, which is the sequel to The Shining. I saw a trailer for that. Yeah, one. It looks it pretty good. You um, and McGregor. So October is another strong month. November starts off fresh with Terminator Dark Fate. Yes. Did you see the new trailer for that? Yes. Looks so good. I'm Old Arnie. Ready. Yeah. Make a, a million of them. One I'm really excited to see that we don't have to go anywhere for is The Irishman. That's the Netflix Martin Scorsese one with oh, yeah. De Niro, Pacino, and Pesci. That looks really looks good. Looks really good. You don't have to leave the You'll comfort come of your house. pizza that night. I'm good with that for yeah. sure. So that's to start uh, November. Uh, Ford versus Ferraris right in the middle of November. And even Charlie's Angels. We talked about this. I'm going to go see that. For sure. Charlie's Angels. Ford versus Ferraris in there. So November, another strong strong month. Knives Out. I wouldn't mind seeing that. Knives Out. Who's in that one? That's the Ryan Johnson one. Daniel Craig, Chris Evans. They're in the house. The murder mystery. Yeah, that one looks good too. So November, another strong month. And then December winds down uh, real quick too. With uh, Starts off with Jumanji, the next level. Looks this hilarious. Whole left side is shutting down. Oh yeah, and then uh, Skywalker, like Rise of Skywalker. Oh, buddy. Now is this officially the last one, or just the last of this trilogy for now, Disney? This, <laughs> this is the last of uh, this. This is supposed to be the last of like the Skywalker story. arc. Yeah, right. the nine With film these characters. Arc, this is it. Right. Right. We have the Mandalorian coming to Disney Plus right. and all that stuff, yeah. and I'm gonna actually have to get Disney Plus because I. 
there's a lot of good shit going on yeah, on there. Yeah, I was almost I'm thinking the same thing about the DC one. Have you seen the trailers for Pennyworth? Uh, is it not on? It's on. It's on syndicated TV. It's on Showcase. Pennyworth is. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah, it's on like I TV. Don't have, TV. I, I don't have regular TV. Yeah, you have Bell, do you not? Yeah, but I never use it. Oh, but if you used it, you would watch it. I mean, yeah. It's on like regular TV. Oh, interesting. Yeah, at least I see the ads for it. Oh, on that. There you go. Um, and before we wrap up here. I, just, I have one thing after oh, you, too. So no, so no, you, you go ahead first, because I'll remember my point. Okay. So you go ahead. So I was thinking about this on the way up. I want to play a little game here, because sometimes we do this. We don't see each other for a while. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, as life moves on, mm-hmm. as co-hosts of a popular TV and movie mm-hmm. show, we've had to, you know, watch movies alone, and we've always been watching our own stuff. Yeah, for but, sure, yeah. So I'd like to play a little game okay. called What Have You Seen? Okay. And How Did You Like It? Okay, and I, just I like want, this. And I just want you to give me uh, up to three, mm-hmm. if you can only have one or two, but no more than three, yep. of the favorite things that you've watched or memorable things that you've watched, you know, just in the last little bit. Uh, starting off, I'd have to say Fighting With My Family. Right, the, that's the, the wrestling page, movie. The Rock, about, yeah. Right, right, right. Really good. Loved it. Nice. Hilarious. Excellent, especially uh, if you like wrestling. I'm catching up now on Supernatural <sighs> because the final season's coming. Yes, let me know when you start the final season. Or- okay. Wait, are you in the season that just aired? I, no, no, I just finished 13. Right. 14 just aired, so I have to power through that. So you're starting. I'm just about to start 14. I'm yeah. going to start too. Okay. Because I haven't seen any of 14. Okay, so you finished 13. Yeah, then. I finished 13. Okay, so spoiler alert for anybody that's not caught up on Supernatural or catch plans up, to be, up, this is the up. pause here. Yeah, so 13 ended um, with Michael taking over Dean's body. Dean. Yes. yes. And I have to say that Apocalypse World Michael is probably like my favorite iteration because like the only other one we had was Adam, right? Who's now who's still stuck in the cage, and I really hope either in fourteen or fifteen they get they, him out of there. They get him out because, <laughs> and he's not a main villain. Oh, he has to be. He has to be. The only way, like, I, and I'm pretty sure this is like a clause <laughs> that the writers had to like sign. Yeah. it's like the only way he gets out of the cage yeah. is if he's a big bad for a season. He it. There's no other way. Because, you left me. Oh, your brother. He's, he's no. He's all by himself now. Because he's like alone. he's by himself because Lucifer's out. <laughs> Lucifer's out. Michael's it was, out. It was the f- the four of them. How many were in there? Because Lucifer was in there. It was Lucifer alone. Lucifer. No, Lucifer was with was in Sam. Right. So possessed Sam was there in the with possessed Adam. Right. And then they got Sam out, left his soul. Right. Right. Went, went soul back, to Sam. Did all that, yeah. Went in, got his soul, brought it back to Sam. <laughs> Just cheated Luc- the whole thing. Lucifer was still stuck there with Michael, who was in Adam. Right. And then they got Lucifer out through Castiel, but left Adam and Michael there. Yes. And they've still been there. So that means they've been there, alone or otherwise, since the end of season five. Or <laughs> And Adam. we're going into <laughs> season 15. Bring Adam back. Hashtag so Adam for Big if Bad. If he doesn't come out as a big, vengeful, you left me there. That's the whole, that's the whole theme of that season. Oh, it has to you be. You left your brother. Yeah, by himself. Uh, so yeah, so so thirteen ended with uh, Lucifer dead, like yeah, stabbed, crazy, R.I.P. Right. Um, I do like that they can recycle characters now. Yeah, with through the, Apocalypse World because yes. like uh, you know Bobby's back. I was so I don't know how long he lasts in the new season. Yeah, I don't know. I don't either. know if if he's like recurring I, or if he's main again. Yeah. But I was so happy to see. Bobby Singer back. Oh, yeah. Just such a... Charlie's back. Dude, it was great. Yeah. The like, end was great. Uh, I like some of the heel face turns we've seen. Like, Rowena's good now. Yeah. She's on the side she's of She's a team, great anti-hero. Team... Um, Winchester. 
Team Free Will. Team Free Will. Team Free Will. Yes. You know, Gabriel came back, which is super cool. That was so good. Yeah, the last yeah. season had, like, the... I was, I was telling Lacey about it, I guess, mm. actually. I was like, you know what? Because, like, obviously we're above 10 seasons now. Yeah. We've seen a lot of the stuff oh, before. Yeah. So yeah. it's kind of like, how good is this one compared to its kind of, like, original version? Mm-hmm. But, like, the second half of... 13 or whatever it really picked up so good yeah. there was just so many solid hits and good okay. ends to things can we honor or take a moment to recognize the scooby-doo episode one of the greatest <laughs> supernatural episodes hands down a complete like standalone it was yeah, hilarious even, like did i ever tell you about how i got into the show community uh was that through the paintball episode yes yes yeah so same idea. Usually yeah. I watch start to finish, but yeah. a friend of mine was like, watch the paintball episode, and then, then if you like it, go through. Yeah. And it worked. Yeah, got it. I would say the same thing, even With- though it's in the 13th season. Yeah, watch that episode. Watch the Scooby-Doo crossover. Yeah. And if you don't love Supernatural, it's fine. You can't be helped. Yeah, yeah you're like, not going to like you it. You watch whatever you want then. Uh, so yeah, so Supernatural, that's the one. Going to start on 14, which you should start on. We're going to do, do it. Yes. Because I want to watch 15 episode by episode. Really? Yes, that's the one I want to do. You want to go week by week? I want to eh? go week by week with it. I want to dedicate because like it's the, the last one. T- are you going to try and catch it on TV or just tape it and I'm going to catch it? it on TV. I'm going to do my best because it's Thursdays, I believe. Wow. Thursdays are generally free for me. It's on at 9 o'clock. So it's, it's a reasonable like, time, reasonable I can, day. I can do it, so I just have to dedicate myself to it. Now, I are you doing this because it. it's supposed to be the last season? This It is the last season. Like Confirmed? confirmed last season. Okay. I'm making a special arrangement for it. And then like the last, that's not a bad idea. Week by week. I'm for thinking the end. last episode series finale. You and I, that's not a bad idea. Get together. Maybe a little podcast right after like I think little celebration. A- Cause supernatural has been a big part of our lives. Wow. This is going to be an emotional season. That's what I'm thinking. So Jeez. how would you feel about working that in? I like where your head's at. All right. Good stuff. Sold. So uh, fighting with my family. Fighting with my family, supernatural. supernatural. You don't have to have a third, but yeah, I don't know if I, uh, I've rewatched some stuff, but nothing. Uh, yeah, you can say a rewatch that you really like. Like I rewatched. Um, that just sticks out. Uh, well, on the weekend I watched both the both Godzilla and Kong Skull Island. Nice because they were on TV. Yeah, so I rewatched both of those because they were die. on. We're all gonna You guys shouldn't have come here. You're good guys to die with. <laughs> John C. Riley. <laughs> it was so the fun. gem of that movie. Uh, yeah, so I rewatched both of those and I was really good with them. Nice. So you. So uh, I saw, recently, I saw Angel Has Fallen. Oh, yeah. The new Gerard yeah. Butler yep. uh, Secret Service one. Yep. Uh, I think the strongest of the trilogy. Oh, wow. Never would have expected that was to make a trilogy. No. I'm pretty sure it's a new director, though. Probably. Because the third one, it's not a comedy, but it has way more humor. Than the others. In it. Okay. And it was just really strong. Nice. Like a strong showing. I, I like liked it. I liked Olympus Has Fallen and yep. London Has Fallen. Yep. But Both I'm pretty strong. sure Angel Has Fallen is like okay. the best of the series. Good to know. Number two. Yep. Uh, if you're, we're, we're going in anime world, mm-hmm. but it's a little bit mainstream because it's on Netflix. Yep. Kengen Ashura. Okay. It's like a CGI'd anime mm-hmm. about like a martial arts tournament. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. Might Good. be one of the best martial art cartoon animes in like the last X amount of years. Hmm. So if you like uh, over the top martial Stop. arts over the top have <laughs> me sold right there if you like over the top martial arts and uh and you have netflix or you can find it kengan k-e-n-g-a-n done ashura Love a-s-h-u-r-a it. sold and uh 
Yeah, no, that's all I'm going to do. Okay. Just two. two of the I like three. this little game. Yeah. This is good. What okay. have you seen and what did you think? I like it. Okay. Right? Just a little cap. Uh, when we do a whole episode about weightlifting and protein. And then we have to do a small uh, RIP to Spider-Man in the MCU. Buddy. Can you believe this? So I've, I've had this discussion with a friend of mine at nauseum who is... And, and I don't, you and I generally don't take sides because like we like, you know, we're good with, each, with whatever happens, right? Glass I half just want to be entertained. Glass half full for me means we can see Spider-Man and Tom Hardy together. Venom and right? Spider-Man. Like that's kind of the glass go. half full. Um, but he is like adamant that this is all Sony's fault and they are the criminals and they are the villains and they are to be put to death because they robbed the MCU of Spider-Man. Oh my God. And my response to him was, fuck Disney. That video like, that you sent me oh, was the, the pitch meeting? funniest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> Look up the screen. It was Screen Rant. Did a pitch meeting, which is a thing they do on their channel, for the third Spider... The quote-unquote third MCU Spider-Man. Right. And it was so funny. Oh, my God. I was howling. Like, but I like to make all the money. <laughs> well, therein lies the problem because I, I do like, like to, to make, make all the money. money. Yeah. Oh and I said God. that to him. I was like, fuck Disney. I was like, they own everything. They have all the money. They can't yeah. just let Sony have... Their little piece of the pie, and right. be like, like, we're good. Like now, correct me if I'm wrong. Or, or we've okay. asked, I've asked this so many times before. Right. How does Sony still have the rights to Spider Man? So, back pre MCU, if for those pre everything, for, right? pre everything, for those of you that don't know, early two thousands, you know, late nineteen ninety nine, the superhero genre was not very popular, was not very cared about. Right. So the rights for all these superheroes got. Spread out across the multiverse of of our world, it's a good essentially, right? To a like, movie. I'd oh watch yeah, this, this is this Let's get is Patrick Stewart to voice this over to voice over what I'm saying. Yeah, right. So Fox picked up a Tyson. bunch. Disney, the small company that Disney was back then, because they were think I had a couple. 20th Century Fox, right? Sony uh, had a few. So Sony had Spider Man. Fox had X Men. X Men, and most of the to the point that they had the right to the name Mutant for the longest time. Because when they did Age of Ultron and they used Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch, they had to call them the Inhumans or the Advanced, right? Right? Because they couldn't say mutant. Yeah. Because oh, yeah. Fox had that. It's almost like we didn't have enough money for the rest of the X-Men. They're <laughs> in the door, yeah. yeah. Uh, so Sony had the rights to Spider-Man. They did Spider-Man 1, 2, and 3. And they wanted to do a fourth Sam Raimi Spider-Man right. after the third, right? Sam Raimi walked away. Raven's Last Hunt. That would have been terrific, or Sinister Six, <laughs> Ooh, or something. Sinister Six would have been good. So, talks fell down, and under the, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Under the laws of the contract, under the rules of the contract, let's say, sure, they had to put out another Spider-Man movie within X amount of years of their previous one in order to maintain the rights, or they would revert back to Marvel Studios. <laughs> so that's why they rebooted it so soon. With Andrew Garfield and the Amazing Spider-Man. Right. And they did the sequel. So that was how they were able to hold on to the rights. And they would have done a third one had Marvel and the MCU not worked out the deal where it was like, okay, we'll co-produce it, right? Each studio will put in X amount of money into the production of Civil War because that was the first, the first time, time him, right? where they used him, right? And Sony will maintain X amount of the money. And I... But I think Disney got the merchandising rights. So I think anything they made off of the merchandise with Spider-Man, Disney got that money for that movie. And then Sony got Sony got a percentage of um, the revenue from the movies, right. let's say. And then the same, same for Homecoming and the same for Far From Home. One of the clause I found out about the deal as well 
was that if a standalone Spider-Man movie through Marvel and the Sony joint venture, if it didn't gross a billion dollars, the rights automatically reversed back to Sony. Really? That was one of the clauses. Wow. So Marvel had it in their best interest to make sure that they pumped out winners or they'd be screwed. And for a while there, it looked tight that Far From Home wasn't going to reach the $1 billion mark. So it would have happened anyways if that was the case. So, so that's how Sony still has it. Now, is this like they have the rights forever? They just have to keep making the movies? As long as they keep making the movies. There's no, like, end to this clause? I don't believe what so. What a contract. Well, again, that was when to, superhero movies didn't matter. Well, like, right? shame, no on, shame on everyone that didn't know. But, like, to have basically perpetual rights mm-hmm. to Spider-Man. Yeah. One of the biggest names. And in, his rogues gallery. Yeah. One of the right? biggest names in comics. Yeah. You know, arguably Marvel's, like, golden boy. Which is why there's been no, in the MCU, there's been no Oscorp. Right, which was always a big competitor of Stark Industries, right. right? There's been no, you know, you name it, right? No Morbius, whatever the case is. They, yeah. they haven't been able to show up in the MCU for that's that reason. so interesting. And then that's why now Disney can do what they want with the mutants and the X-Men because they now own Fox's entertainment department. They, they got those ones. And I saw a meme, and I think I sent it to you, uh, from the scene from Infinity War where Rocket's trying to buy... Bucky's arm and his gun, yeah. and they they cropped. Sony oh, was over uh, Bucky, and Disney was over Rocket. And he's like, "How much for Spider Man?" He's like, "Not for sale." He's like, "Okay, how much for your company?" And then nothing gets said, and he's like, "I'm gonna buy that company." Well, I'm gonna get that company, and it's it could entirely happen. But my, this, this is an interesting thing, like yeah. a little bit outside our normal thing. Like we should go into the internet and look up like the clause, the not contract. even that, but like I don't know, like. Uh, sony's business perspective like yeah. how like how strong is a is is sony as a company probably really strong i would think so because they, they got don't their just hands do, in a lot of stuff that's what i mean they don't just do movies no. they do like electronics Products. yeah so they exactly. got a lot of divisions yeah and then you've got disney because mm-hmm. it's it's disney owns marvel right so disney um i gotta make sure i get this right oh yeah because it can't be marvel owns disney no disney owns marvel studios but i don't think they own. Oh, they don't own the comic. They books. don't own the comic. Yeah, they books, don't own Marvel, but they own Marvel's entertainment studios department. They own right. that, and then they bought so, the rights for the characters through. So any branded Marvel stuff has to go through the Disney Marvel studio. Correct. Yes. Got it. So yes. That's, so they got the choke point. Exactly. Yeah. And now they have Fox and the X Men. The only real holdout they have now is Spider Man and the Rogues Gallery. That's hilarious because yeah. we we thought it was the golden. Age. Yeah. We thought it was like, he's was here it. to stay. It's yeah. good. Yeah. So what was the basic of the deal? Like Sony want, it was originally Sony had the lion's share. So yes. And then Marvel wanted more. And Marvel wanted to bump it up to 50-50. And they originally had like, what, a 10%? They had a 10% in the overall gross. Or something? I'm ass- is how I read now, it. Now, is that of Spider-Man movies? Yes, of the Spider-Man solo films, I'm assuming. Of the solo films. Right, because Civil War wouldn't really fall into that because I was a Captain America film. Right. Right, not a Spider-Man film. Same with the but Infinity so- War and same with Endgame. Right, Sony would have still got a cut, but they weren't Spider-Man films. But the the two that have come out so far. Far From Home and Homecoming, yes. They bought yeah. it. It's like and, a 90-10 split or yeah. whatever. And Disney wanted it to be 50-50. 50-50. And Sony said, no, we like it where it is because you're using... They see it as basically that you're using our property, right? We want it to stay the way it is because we want the money. And in Sony's defense, yeah, like Disney already has all the stuff. They have all the things. It's <laughs> for, from like from like a personal standpoint. Yeah, yeah that's a little bit greedy. Um, I, I heard an interesting thing, and I'm not sure if this is true. Mm. Some cheeky bugger pointed out that like... If Spider-Man makes more money, mm-hmm. like what was the gross on 
Amazing Spider-Man. Uh, Amazing Spider-Man film. Yatadi, The Amazing Spider-Man 2012. It grossed $757.9 million on a budget of somewhere between $200 and $230 million. So 500 mil profit? Give or take. Give or take. Yep. So what did Far From Home gross? Mm-hmm. Spider-Man Far From Home. Over a billion. Yeah, $1.125 billion on a $160 million budget. So they made a billion dollars. Yeah. Uh, so a little bit less. A little bit less? A little bit less than a billion, yeah. Okay, so it's pretty close because what the cheeky buggers were saying was that, like, even if Sony rolled over for Marvel, Mm -hmm. even if they went down to 50% share, Mm -hmm. if the movie grosses more because of the Marvel War Machine, then they're still going to make a bunch of money. Well, they'll still probably, they might make more money than if they had the solo rights. It's true, yeah. But it turns out, well, at least those two movies are relatively close. Yeah. Because if they made 500 million ish on Amazing Spider Man Mm -hmm. and then. Under the under the hypothetical new deal, oh, I see. Yeah, they would have made fifty percent of the billion. Right, so it would have still been a five hundred million dollar gross 500 for million. them. Yeah, okay, I got gotcha. you. So it's right on the edge. Yeah. So that's why Sony, I guess, is still confident that they can rake in winners. Yes. Because they get to heap all the profit. Yes. Type Th- thing. Now, where it gets kind of muddied is like, is story wise. Story wise is super interesting because because of how far from home ended. And Far From Home was officially, they said it so many times that it was the end to phase four. It's three. the end of phase three. Yeah. Beginning of phase four would be whatever comes next. So, yeah. like, the new phase, the new face of the Marvel Universe had a, had, Spider-Man was in there. Yeah. He was an Avenger. He was working with Nick Fury. Full like, on. Well, who we thought was Nick Fury, but regardless. Even if he wasn't in the next couple movies, you could be damn sure he would be in the next team up. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. So now, now if the if this if this stays status quo, Marvel, you know, Sony's going to make another Spider-Man film, but they have to drop everything between Aunt May and Happy, because they can't use Happy. Can't use Happy. Can't use anything that has to do with him working for Nick Fury. They can't use they can use the villains that they set up. Kind of. But they lose their motivation because they can't mention Tony Stark. Right. And both villains have been tied to Tony, to Tony Stark. Stark. Right. They were both Tony Stark villains. Yeah. Now, <laughs> now, mind you, it was done before in the original Spider-Man and touched on in Amazing Spider-Man 2. We kill that son of a gun. <laughs> we the, kill him. We kill him. We kill that son of a gun. Absolutely. But, uh, no, I mean... Well, they could do Oscorp, obviously. They've yeah. already done, like, it depends now because now it's like we hadn't seen any of these in the Marvel ones. So mm-hmm. it was like, ooh, let's see the Marvel version of Green Goblin. Yeah, and Doc Ock Doc and Ock. all this yeah. stuff, right? Yeah. But since Sony's already done it, yeah. technically, yeah. not with not with uh, Tom, Tom Holland, but done it technically. Yeah. So now the question is do they go, do they reboot again? This is the problem. And I think this is why I think a deal's still going to get done. I think this is just Sony's bluff. Like I think well, this is a ju- strong business position. I think this is just them pulling him back, saying like, "All right, cool, we'll talk when you're ready to talk." But I mean, he's it's ours a solid, now. It's a solid plan. Because how many years do they have to make a Spider-Man film? That be- I don't know. Between I'd have the to, things, I'd right? have to look that up. They could probably sweat for at least two years before the power switches to Disney in the negotiations. And there might not have been plans for another Spider-Man movie for that time, anyways. That's what I mean, right? right? So this might be the perfect time, strategy-wise, so, for Sony to get their that get their money. Exactly. It might come down to like instead of fifty-fifty, it's seventy-thirty, right? Like 
they might work something in there. I am confident the deal is going to get done and we're going to see Spider-Man back in the MCU and it's all going to be or or fuck it. Tony's just Sony's going to get bought by Disney like that. that honestly, the <laughs> entertainment division. It's the Vince McMahon effect. Disney's going to walk in and say, cool, we own your entertainment department now. Thanks very much. You can keep your tech and your TV. I was going to say, it's going to be like you've got the Sony Electronics division of Marvel Sony Entertainment. Yeah, exactly. It's (laughs) like you can keep your TVs and your Walkmans and stuff. We own your entertainment division. Thank you very much. Oh, my God. That'd be so funny and honestly just as realistic in this modern day as them coming to a, a new deal. To put into perspective what kind of power Disney has... They've already more than made their money back off the Lucasfilm acquisition of $4 billion. Just on Lucasfilm products, that's not what they've made off of the MCU. Right. Right. That's just what they've turned out in Lucasfilm products, they've made back. That's crazy. And they bought that in like 2010. I was going to say, that's not that long ago. Nine years. Crazy. That's the kind of power Disney has. Like, So a deal will be made. It's the empire. It. It's it's rivaled only by the WWE. What's going to happen is right at the deadline, they're going to unfreeze Walt. <laughs> he's going to come he's out. Gonna yeah, he's going to show up at the boardroom yeah. with yeah. a big old bag of sweet Valencia yeah. oranges. Oh, yeah. And he's just going to beat him. And a robotic head. Oh, my God. So, yeah. So, Spider-Man exited from the MCU. Yep. Uh, I'm with you. I think Sony... Well, I heard rumors that Sony was, gonna, was talking about uh, the first thing they would do with Spider-Man yeah. would be another Into the Spider-Verse movie in that franchise but see they could do that because you could do like tom holland and andrew garfield and toby Maguire because they have all that nonsense That's they have I all mean. the they could 100 percent do the that it's been talking about and i mean if there's we, a light at the end of the tunnel that would be because then you can do that separate from the mcu you don't need to reference any of that you can leave it alone well that's the thing it doesn't have to be like the only in. nod the only nod can be tom holland as one of the spider-man that's a good point. He That'd can just be, really be in good. there, and it's yeah. like, he doesn't even have to be the main character. No. They can find a new main character, a new Spider-Man, yeah. or make it about whatever. Whatever, yeah. And he's just there, and it's like, oh, what Earth are you from? It's like, oh, Earth 616, yeah. or whatever. Done. You know? And that's all you have to say. <laughs> yeah. And then they can, that way they can float themselves to a new Marvel deal. Mm, that's they a good idea. abuse the character, but they did use the character. That's a good point. Oh, so I've heard about that. That'd be good. But in absence of that, I'm with you. The next Spider-Man movie adaptation should 100% be Craven's Last Hunt. Oh, I, that would just be... It's uh, one of the greatest stories. Oh, It's so good. It's so good. It's, it's so like, emotional. It's emotional. It's sad. It's awesome. Oh. Dude, it's got... Doc Ock was in that one, I'm pretty he sure. He was, yeah. So you got a couple of the yeah. rogues. You get a cool guys. You, you find get a villain that hasn't been used before. That's what I mean. You get somebody that's like brand new yeah. to the to the cinematic Spider Man. Oh, who did I see? Oh, there was somebody that was lobbying to play Craven. And I'm gonna see if I can look it up real quick. Uh, Craven the Hunter. Uh, let's see if I can. Also, do you like how they were a little bit on the nose with naming characters in like the 80s and the 90s? Craven the Hunter. Craven. Well, Joe Mangliano wants to do it. Sold. I would be okay with that. I love everything he's in. Wasn't he in to be Deathstroke? Yeah, he was supposed to be Deathstroke, but I'd be good with that. Yeah, uh, I'd watch that. Oh, this is it. Uh, this guy who was in Deadpool. This guy. I think it's the guy who's the, the stand-in, the body stand-in for Colossus. Uh, he, hang on a sec here. Do, 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 revelations, filmmakers, yada, yada, yada. 
Spider-Man Far From Home director says who he'd like to be. Yes, this guy, Stefan something, Kap, Kap, Kapovich. Sure. Yeah, I'll bring up a picture of him. He's the um, the body model for Colossus in Deadpool. Oh, okay. So he's a thick dude. Yeah. He's a tick boy. Yeah, see, like. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Get behind him. Yeah. He looks good. I'd be good with him he as Craven. He looks the part. Yeah. I'd be good Get with that. a little that. bit of a tan and uh, one of those tooth uh, crocodile Dundee ne- necklaces. Yeah. Long hair. Yeah. Yeah. So that's. Craven's that was, last hunt. Do it. Do it up. I'm Come good on, with Sony. That. You got the balls. You got the balls to tell Marvel to take a hike. Suck you got it. the balls to run Craven's last hunt. Got it. That's what I think. So that's the rough cut, folks. Solid. Solid showing. I was going to say, we got both. We yeah. got, uh, if you like fitness, we did a whole fitness a portion. A whole thing on where we're at. And, a new uh, segment we're bringing to the show. What have you watched and how did how you did like you it? like it? And uh, some Sony talk. A little bit about little uh, the superhero. News. I think that was a pretty well-rounded episode. Solid stuff. Episode 40. 40. Flexing. In your face. Later. Bye.